This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Dan Miller is the voice of the lines. That much I know. A long time ago, in a different life, uh, Dan and I used to hang out uh, in the uh, in the early morning hours on the radio. Uh, he is now the voice of the Lions. He has advanced in his career much further than I have. Uh, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. You, sir, did a playoff game in which the Lions won. It's been 33 years, 32 seasons. And since somebody has been able to say that, that had to be an absolute thrill. How you doing? No, I'm good, AG. Yeah, man, it was great. And um, it had been 30 years since they'd had a playoff game at home. Oh, and they gosh. had never had a home playoff game inside Ford Field, and the building's been open for more than two decades. So uh, there was a lot of pent-up emotion in that building on Sunday night, and it was an amazing scene. And you know, I've been lucky enough to see some big events and feel some big crowds, mm-hmm. and that was unlike anything I'd seen. It was, And I knew it would be because I know what these fans are like. I know what the acoustics in that building are like. And uh, it, was, it was a really special night, and, and honestly, it was a win they had to have. You lose that sure. game, uh, you're still headed in the right direction, but it just doesn't feel the same, and they got it done. So how much did it add to the situation that Matthew Stafford, who he did not leave on – I mean, I'm just looking at it from outside. I don't believe he left on bad terms. I think there is still a fair amount of love both ways between Stafford and the Lions, or am I reading that wrong? No, you're reading it right. Um, I think when, when Matthew left, I think people understood that it had run its course and he was just looking for another opportunity to, to close his career. And the Lions were headed for a full rebuild. Right. Um, you know, it probably has gone a little quicker than people thought and certainly better than a whole lot of rebuilds we've been through before here. But uh, no, no bad feelings. But it was just, look, that, that storyline, once it became established a week before the game, it just became Stafford, Goff, Goff, Stafford, Stafford, Goff, yeah. Goff, Stafford, to the point where once that game began, I mean, fans were chanting Jared Goff's name <laughs> in the stands. And it, and it became something of the beginning of the week, people were talking about Stafford and his time here. Then all of a sudden it was like, and I even tweeted this. I said, look, our guy wears 16. That guy plays for the other side. There's no ill feelings, but there's also no confusion. And it wasn't a night to feel all warm and fuzzy about what had happened when Stafford was here. It was a night to win a playoff game, and Stafford got booed lustily when he came out. <laughs> but these are not people that dislike him. These are people just taking note of the fact that he plays for the other team. And if this had been a regular season game, I think you would have seen a much different scene. This, this was just a huge night for the Lions, for Detroit, for Lions fans everywhere, and I thought I think you just saw the raw emotion come out at that point. I want to get into a bigger picture conversation with you about head coach Dan Campbell in a second, um, but I am uh, I am curious about this. I know he downplayed it, but Golf downplayed the opponent because more than Stafford, it was Golf who was really given up on by Sean McVay. They he had, McVay had decided that I can't do what I want to do with Jared Goff. I need an upgrade, which is the whole impetus for that trade. Um, deep down, doesn't Goff have to be like about a half foot taller today? 
Um, couple things. One, there is no doubt this was a bigger game for Goff and the Lions. The Lions because they hadn't won a playoff game since January 5th, 1992. And Goff because of everything you just described. Look, the Rams won their Super Bowl. Yeah. That trade worked for them. And not that a playoff game isn't a big deal for them, but I'm just telling you it was bigger for the Lions in, in the big picture. And I sat down with Goff yesterday, and I told him, I said, Jared, I'm going to make a statement and give you an opinion. I'm not going to ask you a question. I said, this was a big moment for you, and this is a moment that gives you closure because they traded you, you came here, they won, you did nothing but lose for a while, and now you've got an opportunity to go back at them. And if you don't win, that hole probably just gets bigger. And if you do win, you're able to just say, you know what? They got theirs. I got mine. I'm at peace, and I'm moving forward. And while he didn't give me everything (laughs) in his heart, he did say, yeah, there's no doubt. This meant a little bit more, and it meant something. And I'm paraphrasing here. And and then he put team and city first, but he did give me that there's no doubt that, that there was some measure of closure for him in this game and that it did mean a little bit more. So... Adam, extrapolate that out to what he really feels. Yeah. There's no doubt in the world that Jared Goff, whom I know to be a incredible competitor, you have to be to even be in this league to begin with, yep. wanted to do nothing but beat that team. And believe me, we can all sit here as humans with emotions and understand the difference of waking up the next day with a win and peace or a loss and the feeling that, you know, Daggone it, they got me again. And he woke up feeling better about things. And I, I'm, I'm thrilled for him because I know what he's been through, and I've watched him deal with it, and he's a pro's pro. And it was a big night for him. Dan Miller is the voice of the Detroit Lions. You can also, if you're, you know, for people, if we have a lot of people here from Detroit, at Dan Miller Fox 2 on Twitter. I'm going to draw a comparison between – Dan Campbell and our coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, Rod Brindamore, in that um, while I am not in any way diminishing their ability as coaches to scheme and all of that, I think their biggest skill is how they demonstrate how they care about the players in their locker room and how they get their players to care about the cause. Because while I don't know Dan Campbell's coaching acumen i do know that it's apparent that that team plays with a great deal of care for each other and for the fans they represent because i see it every day here with rod brindamore and the hurricanes where they are playing for something bigger than just you know what they go out and try to win a hockey game Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, there's no doubt. Look, I, I've been through a lot of coaches in 27 years in Detroit. And um, 
not just this sport, other sports as well. And I don't know if I have found one that resonates with the players as much as Dan Campbell. I, I, I don't think I have. Jim Leland, maybe. Probably Jim okay. Leland's right up there. Um, guys like that just endear themselves to players to the point where the players don't want to disappoint them. Mm-hmm. They want to do anything they ask them to do. And they know how to pull a team together. Um, Dan Campbell was doubted by a lot of people and, and frankly made fun of by a lot of people when sure. he got the job. And he was asked about that yesterday. And he said, I've got all the receipts. This just isn't the time to hand them out. <laughs> um, and, and it got personal in, in many cases where people basically inferred that he was dumb. Right. And that, that wasn't cool. And that, that shows that people don't know him because he's not. He's a really smart guy. Uh, he is just somebody that is relatable. Uh, he doesn't carry himself like he's better than anybody else. He is the same guy all the time. There's an amazing consistency to him. I've never one time in hundreds of press conferences seen him get upset with a question and fire back at somebody. Um, he just handles himself well. And he, he has a wonderful ability with this team to just always set the tone and put them in the right frame of mind. We haven't lost two games in a row since October 30th of last year. I don't know how many NFL teams can say that. Uh, it's because he's constantly got this team ready to go. Now, look, we've gotten our hat handed to us a couple sure. times, but he always has them bouncing back. And he just, he's got control of that room. The players love him. He's smart. He surrounds himself with smart people. And I, I, I can't say enough about him as a person, and that's where it starts but then him as a coach as well, because he's done things that we haven't seen anybody do here in a long time. And he gives you a feeling that this thing is built on a firm foundation and and it's going to be around for a while. And they're doing it the way you're supposed to do it. And uh, I I just, he's the easiest guy in the world to root for because of who he is. And it's, it's a pleasure to work with him as much as I do. Dan Miller, before we let you go, voice of the Detroit Lions, uh, it was the only close game and it was the only one that, uh, was in doubt really until the you know basically the last uh, few snaps of the football. Uh, how do we? Uh, how do you avoid? How do the Lions avoid that being uh, the high water mark? Yeah, I'd go back to to what I said about Campbell and just the, his ability to reset this team. And um, look, what you're saying isn't out of the realm of possibility because there was such a feeling in the city of. Finally, we did it and exhale, but very quickly, you got to turn around and get ready for your next challenge. And I think you'll have them ready for that. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. These guys now know, look, there's great possibilities out there. Not that they avoided a trip to Dallas, which is what it looked like we were going to end up with. And now they're back home and this home crowd will not let them down. And it will be another amazing electric atmosphere and they got to go out and play. And, and, you know, they know what it takes to win. They've won 13 games this year, including that last one. So I have no doubt he'll have them in the right frame of mind, and this team understands what it takes. Can't guarantee anything about the outcome because I think Tampa Tampa Bay is hot right now. Mm-hmm. They're battle-tested. They had to fight to win the division. They've won six out of seven coming in here. And it, it's going to be a heck of a game. And, and maybe it comes down to – between these two quarterbacks, two one ones back in their day, uh, you know who makes the mistake and and who maybe gives the other team a possession or scores points off their defense or something like that. And it's uh, I think it's gonna be a heck of a football game. We played them earlier this year. 
Uh, we beat them 20 to six down there. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt they're a better team now, and and they'll bring that on Sunday. Yeah, and their wide receivers right now are playing at the highest possible level. They are no lo- loaded at that position. Uh, it should be an absolute blast. Dan, I appreciate your time always, sir. Um, good luck. I hope we get a chance to keep talking to you. So I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Reggie. Good catching up. You got it. Dan Miller here on the Adam Gold Show. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.